Hey, it's Tony. Um, no, the Marshall Islands suck. Philippines is where it's at. Um, it's a little pre- proof of purchase here. This is, she'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here in Philippines. I'm Filipina. I'm 31 years old. Come here in Philippines. It's boom boom. Five times a day. <laughs> listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, what's cracking? <laughs> yeah. That's good to have you in the studio. What ain't? I mean, I've been fucking <laughs> fucked up, man. Yeah. Oh, I know how that is. Yeah. It's a long weekend. My sister is in town. Yeah. My sister and Jer, and uh, we had to go to the comedy store. Ooh. I know. It was brutal. It's brutal. I was sick all weekend, and now I feel like that was better than having to go to the comedy <laughs> store. Honestly. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think being like uh, having some kind of intestinal flu is a lot better. It's yeah. just a lot, a lot more fun yeah. uh, than having to deal with the comedy store. Dear God, a lot more entertaining. Yeah, than the comedy store. I guess in other words, comedy store is worse mm. than intestinal distress. So, did you learn that it's funny that men like to dress up like ladies now? Was that the fun jokes at no, the comedy it's, store? No, it's all They're about. Usually... It's all about. It's so hard being a white guy these days white men it is very difficult being a white man it is rough it is it's it's tough you can't even look at a girl these days if you're a white man i go into a store and the people that work there don't even look at me no you know and i'm like guys i'm stealing a bunch of stuff here why aren't you looking at me life is very challenging for white men in this day and age that's that's Mm. my takeaway from the comedy store because there are at least (laughs) six male comedians yeah all doing 10 minutes on how difficult life is for white men these days. Right. So it's, if you want to learn about that, mm. go to the comedy store. Okay. <laughs> or go to your local library. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no. I, uh, last week I went to Joshua Tree, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. And a friend of mine was like, oh, because I, I was like, oh, yeah, I like to do mushrooms when I come up here. And she was like, oh, if you put it in lemon juice, it makes it stronger. And it makes it last a shorter amount of time. Really? Yeah. If you put psilocybin, if you wait, mix psilocybin. Yeah. You take you crush it up. You, first? Cr- you crush it up as as fine as you can get it, just so that you could put it at the bottom of like a glass or a mug or something. You put a, the amount you want to do in there, and then you squeeze a lemon, squeeze a lemon, put lemon juice on it, sit there, let it sit there for fifteen minutes. And it causes a reaction. It, it, it makes like it, with, it make. Well, this is not a visit. It's not you're not making a fucking uh, volcano in science <laughs> class. But <laughs> apparently, so, it it potentiates. Right. So, did you have like a graduated cylinder and a Bunsen yeah, burner? We had, yeah. We, <laughs> there was a montage where I had goggles and there was like a torch and it was like duh, duh, weird duh, science. Duh, duh, duh. I put it in yeah. a centrifuge. You know. <laughs> Uh, no, you put it in there for 15 minutes, and then, I don't know, you pour some water in there, and you drink it, okay? And it did it, was it more potent? Apparently, what it's supposed to do is make it, A, make it more potent, and B, it, instead of lasting, like, eight hours, it lasts, like, three hours. 
That's bizarre. I've never yeah. heard of that. People say that with like acid. You drink orange juice and it kicks it in. Yeah, like, yeah. It amplifies it. Yeah, Is yeah. that true? I don't, know if, like I don't know if that's true. It does sound like that. But it, I, could, I, could, I could attest to you that it's true. Okay. Because <laughs> it's like, I don't, I do, I microdose, you know? I do it so it's like, there's some mild hallucinations and I don't, I, I feel good emotionally. And, you know, like when I have sex, it's more fun, right? It feels, yeah. I can see that. I've, I haven't done mushrooms like this in since high school. Like, like hallucinatory like, this experiences. Was like, like I thought like, oh, it'll make it a little stronger and it'll make it last as long. Sounds good. It was like, I do the amount I usually do, which isn't that much. It was like 0.3 grams or something, you know? But with the lemon? It was like fucking, I was in outer space. <laughs> Were you seeing Norse gods? Like was it, you know? You know what I was seeing? I was seeing... So You're an are Asgard. You, are you familiar with the show The Masked Singer? Yeah, I have watched okay. that, unfortunately. I have, I have not watched the show, but have you seen those billboards all over town? Yeah, with like the panda guy. With the panda and guy, the, yeah. the tiger man, the tiger and this giant dude. smiling yeah. monstrosity. Like, like I was just seeing those in my mind, dancing around for hours. And then every now and then, <clears throat> you know, the person I was there with was like, look at me and be like, are you okay? And I'd be like, I'd flash back to reality. And was and she like, totally fine? Like, she's just having a good time? I don't know. I don't know okay. what was happening. I honestly don't. I was just like, I'm t I don't know what it is. I think I'm too imaginative or something. And I was just in my own brain. Like, I, I haven't had it. It was like when I was on Ibogaine. I mean, uh, it was wait, less it was, painful than that, but it was like, it was kind of like, like that. Like vivid just, hallucinations. Yeah, I was, where, just, I was just in my brain. Did you think we were you just in a dark room? So I was just in my dark brain. She'd have to like pull me out of my mind palace or did whatever. Do you guys have music playing? We did, right? But here's the thing: I was so like delicate that I felt like I couldn't like so much music sounded like too hard for me. <laughs> like James, like if you'd put on James Taylor, I might be like, could you? T it's a little too much. It's a yeah. little too intense. Like if anything had Fire like grain. the least bit of drums, even those little like jazz brush drums or something, I'd be like, that's too much. <laughs> so I was playing all this like folk, this like light loner folk and stuff. And at one point, um, I think I'd put on like Crosby, Stills and Nash, you know? It's way too heavy. Yeah. Dude. And it was like, it was still kind of, I was like, oh my God, this is kind of heavy. <laughs> but in, I went into my own like, mind palace thing and there was a little one of these little creatures that i kept seeing like from the masked uh, yeah singer. but this was okay. a little different this was like a was it margaret cho it was margaret <laughs> i always see her it when was i was ninja and margaret oh, cho okay. that's what right, they would pull right. off the mask and now they were no it was a little alien guy it was all like right, a little gray right. alien but he didn't have a normal gray alien face. He had like these big anime cute eyes, like hey, hey, da da da, hey, you know, and a big massive alien dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> just randomly agreeing to things people say before <laughs> I hear like, them, yeah, before sure. I even hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's already a large scrotum. Yeah. No, he was uh, he was genderless. Oh, okay, no, right. like, that's a, those, like those little guys, they reproduce asexually by cloning. Mm. Is that, is that how they do it? Yes. Yeah. I don't know replicate. why I know that. Okay. I don't know why I know that as if it's like a fact. Huh. But yes, they reproduce do by they cloning. Do they orgasm every time they clone? Or is there no orgasm? <laughs> I don't think there's uh, orgasm. Okay. This guy, maybe. Because he was a little... He had like, he was all cutesy. Little he had like anime eyes and shit, you know? And we were listening to um, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, you know? And it's like... I don't remember what song it was. 
I don't think it was a, David Crosby's spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was that one. But it was, and and this little guy, the alien, was like, "That must be the voices of the angels. You must take me to them. I must see these angels." And I'm like, "All right, I mean, if you want, come on." And I took his little hand. <laughs> I'm dead serious. This happened to me, dude. I <laughs> what I. I just find it funny that yeah. you're there yeah. kind of having like yeah. sort of a romantic getaway with yeah. a friend and then she's like, let's have a little bit of mushrooms and have like a sexual experience yeah. and you're like thinking about fucking anime aliens <laughs> and like Crosby, Stills and Nash. You're like, I'll take you to the angels. I wasn't in... <laughs> I wasn't she had in no reality. idea what she was getting into. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> so I take the little guy into this... I don't even know. I took him down a hallway or something. We go in this room... And it's like Crosby, Stills, and Nash are there playing the oh, they're, song. Oh, they're there. They're there. Oh, okay, all right, all right. And he's just like, his mouth drops and he's just horrified. And it's I'm like, because like, I'm like, and I, I thought to myself, like, oh shit. Like, he thought through their voices that they were going to be like angels, but they're just a bunch of fucked up fat slobs. Yeah, fat, <laughs> fat like, like, like drug addicted hippies. Yeah, and daily. Yeah. And daily. And, and David Crosby had like a giant barbecue sauce stain on his shirt. And this little alien guy was just like, ah, ah, and I'm like, we should go, we should go. It's not what he was expecting at all. I should have set his expectations properly. I don't know. Um, did, did eventually, like as the, I guess the uh, hallucinations were subsiding or the potency of the drug was wearing off, did he disappear or did he like stay with you the whole trip? Nothing was alien. with me for longer than like two minutes. Everything oh, okay. was just like, oh, right, here's just... a creature. Oh, now you're in space. Oh, now you're here. And here's a bunch of weirdos. And like, you know, <laughs> here's a bunch of gremlins and they're going to dance around and sing, you know, every like, two, two minutes. So, and I was like, I will never do this again. Like it wasn't bad, but it sure as shit weren't good. You no, know? no. That's, My God, man. You know, that is a way. Uh, like, Joshua Tree is an amazing place to do uh, hallucinogenics because yeah. you got these, like, massive rocks. But that is how white people die. Because they go <laughs> yeah. out to the, like, Joshua right. Tree and they mm. get a head full of acid and mm. they're like, I'm going to climb to the top of Mount Olympus mm. or whatever. And then you end up getting up there and just slipping off a boulder and breaking your neck. Oh, is that okay. kind of what happened to Nick Cave's son? Like, Nick Cave's son was, like, in Brighton and he was climbing some cliffs high on acid. And fell to his death in the sea. Yeah, oh, yeah, was, that, yeah. was he on hallucinogens? Was on a lot of LSD. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, don't live on a cliff near the fucking sea, idiot. I, I guess. But no. I mean, that's the no. thing with Joshua Tree. No. It's like you got these amazing rock mm. formations. When you said that's how they die, I thought you meant from um, from David David Crosby-induced <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> That they look. Oh my God! He's just a fat you see slob. David Crosby, you're just ah. like, God, do I have to listen yeah. to another Crosby, Stills and yeah. Nash song? Yeah. And you blow your head <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that is interesting. I mm. never actually learned something today. I didn't know you could put lemon on psilocybin and I have didn't a more know intense either. experience. I didn't know either. It yeah. really what works. is she a shaman? Well, this person, your friend? No. No. I'm, yeah. all right. Apparently, it's no a thing idea. people know that we don't know. I, I mean, I guess I don't do it that much anymore. Mm. So I don't, mm. I don't know. But does it become toxic? Is my question. I don't know. And are you a toxic lady? <laughs> that's yes, my, that's yes, my I segue. Am. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good okay. alien anecdote because it yeah. kind of goes right into what we're about to talk okay. about. Yeah. Uh, the the intro topic of the day: the toxic lady, which is a bizarre story. And people had a theory 
that aliens um, were the cause of her toxicity. Mm. Uh, but this happened in the 90s, actually. Uh, a woman named Gloria Ramirez here. Got to pull up this article on my phone, unfortunately. Uh, Gloria Ramirez, known as the Toxic Lady. Uh, it's a bizarre story. I never even heard of this until recently. A mm. uh, listener actually sent me a link to it, and I started reading about it. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's happened in the mid-'90s, but, I mean, I wasn't living in California, so obviously I wouldn't know this, but it happened in Riverside, which Riverside, have you been out to Riverside? Yeah. The best thing about Riverside is leaving Riverside. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want to spend yeah, time in Riverside. I think Riverside is where meth was created. Yeah. I think they, like, some guy out there, like a... a, a yeah, like a degenerate scientist was like, I just made meth, and that's how meth came to be. Uh, but this woman here, Gloria Ramirez, was just an ordinary lady living in uh, Riverside, two children and a husband. Um, and uh, one day on 1994, she was rushed to General Hospital in Riverside uh, with a rapid heartbeat and a massive like, sudden drop in blood pressure. Mm. She could hardly breathe. Um, and she wasn't making sense. And so the odd part about it, it's like people were like, oh, is she having a heart attack? Mm. But she was a 31-year-old woman with late-stage cervical cancer, which she didn't even know about. She didn't even know she had cancer okay. at the point. Like, she just found out. Um, so she had, like, late-stage cervical cancer, and she just found out, like, you know, several weeks earlier. But it's odd that all of a sudden you'd just be having, like, a heart attack. And so doctors and nurses, like in the emergency room, were like, we got to save her life. And so they followed procedures, you know, doing normal things, injecting her drugs and all that. Uh, but when they removed her shirt to apply uh, defibrillator electrodes, they noticed like an oily sheen covering her body. Okay. Like her whole body was covered with this oily sheen. She also smelled like a garlic odor that was coming from her mouth. Hmm. So it's like she's covered with this oily sheen and like this garlic smell is coming from her mouth so the nurse like uh tried to put an iv in and uh get a blood sample oily her- is is charlie's brother right he never yeah. his career never really took off oily sheen yeah, yeah okay. he's uh, his special uh-huh. brother that lived in the basement <laughs> yeah um yeah so when uh she put in the iv and to get a blood sample she noticed that her blood smelled like ammonia mm. which is weird that's not good yeah and that there were manila colored particles floating in the blood so doctors were just kind of flummoxed. Like, they're like, I don't even understand. So her blood was cat piss, is what you're saying. More or less. Yeah, okay. But right. with pieces of yeah, something yeah. floating in right. it. And so they knew something wasn't going on, or something weird was going on, mm. but they knew it had nothing to do with heart failure. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of like, they didn't really understand. So this nurse, Susan Kane, who was on duty at the time, um, noticed that the room started taking on this strange chemical smell as she was filling a syringe with blood. Mm. Um, she then gave the syringe to a respiratory therapist who uh, also thought the blood smelled a little weird, you mm. know, kind of like ammonia, which, which they thought maybe it's chemotherapy because she has cervical cancer, but they didn't know, you know, exactly what it was. Mm. And then uh, she said her face started feeling like it was burning. So the nurse that was, in, you know, uh, withdrawing the blood said her face started feeling like it was burning. And her staff, like, she, she, let, she stood up and then she felt faint. And her, and her fellow staff, like, put her on a gurney and carried her out. And then the next nurse that was helping her out um, said she felt lightheaded. And she could barely make it out of the room before she fainted. So two nurses in this ER fainted from the smell of this woman's blood. Damn. Which is odd. Um, several other staff members of the hospital also began exhibiting similar symptoms. And, uh, yeah, administrators were like, you got to get out of the room now. And they took all the nurses and the doctors out Mm. of the ER 
and left the they they left like a, a skeleton crew to tend to Ramirez who ended up dying. You know, she ended up dying mm. in the emergency room at uh, eight fifty p.m. So she was there for like, I mean, I don't know, maybe like an hour before this happened. And so people are like, you know, what, what's going on here? Like, why why are they unable to treat her? And if you get anywhere close to her, you start feeling like faint. Well, you start feeling faint, shortness of breath, and temporary paralysis. Oh man, that's what they started feeling. Oof. Um, so. After she died, they tried to resuscitate her for about 30 minutes, and uh, they said the official cause of death was kidney failure due to metastasized cancer. Hmm. They placed her body in a sealed body bag and sent it to like the coroner. Um, <laughs> in, in order to handle the body, yeah. a special team arrived wearing hazmat suits. Yeah. So they, uh, you know, they I searched. hope they told the coroner to be, you know. well, to be, to be careful. Okay. They, yeah. The coroner actually put her in a sealed aluminum casket. Okay. Because they were hmm. just, I mean, she like... Sickened a whole room at doctors and nurses. Yeah, twenty three people, all in all, were affected by it. Did they, any of them die? None of them died, okay. but uh, actually, a couple mm. of them. One one of them sued later, saying that she got cancer. Oof. But the team, when they came in with the hazmat suits, they you know sealed her up. They searched the ER for signs of poison gas or toxins or any kind of foreign substance because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that the smell of this woman's blood, you know, could make you faint and have these type of uh, symptoms. So officials did uh, the press. So you know when the story came out, started calling her the toxic lady, right? Because she, uh, you know, caused an entire medical ER to fall ill. But no one could point to a definitive cause hmm. of her death. So they did three autopsies on this woman. Uh, the first one took place right after uh, right after she uh, she died. So it was oh actually about six days. I'm sorry, six days after she died, and they they had like an airtight cubicle with pathologists wearing protective suits. Like, I mean, they, this was like mm. E.T. When they took E.T., remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Very sad. Uh, the second examination came about a month later. And the third was actually paid for the, by, for the family. Um, that, that was like a couple months after. Um, but so uh, the team concluded that there were signs of Tylenol, lidocaine, codeine, and something called Tygan in her system, which I guess is an anti-nausea medication. Wait, they made the family pay for one of the autopsies? No, the family did it themselves. Oh. This is kind of, I'll get, when I get to the theories of why this happened, the okay. family had this theory about the hospital. Oh. And why, that the hospital poisoned her. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there, there were so many theories about this lady. Uh, mm. one, of the, one of the theories that, that uh, was going around the internet, that, or not the internet, but going around the news at the time, was that she was abducted by aliens. Mm. And what, what they injected in her body is what was causing the, uh, the nurses to, mm. to fall ill. Okay. Um, but, I mean, that obviously <laughs> doesn't hold up that well. Uh, the, toxo the toxicology report also said that she had large amounts of dimethyl sulfone, like sulfone in her uh, blood and tissues. Uh, that does occur naturally in the human body as it breaks down certain substances. But uh, once it enters her body, it disappears quickly. So it's kind of weird that she would have that much, six times the normal amount of dimethyl sulfone in her body. What is that chemical? What is it? It's, you know, it, this is kind of mm. one of the theories yeah. when uh, uh, they did a, like a full autopsy on her. They yeah. found out what it is. But it's a, it's a, it's a naturally occurring, I guess, uh, chemical in the human body that mm. uses to break down substances. I see. Okay. So like, but, uh, but it's weird the amount of, yeah. of uh, dimethyl sulfone she actually had in her body, like six mm. times the normal amount following her death. Mm. So it's, that shouldn't happen. Um, so county officials, three weeks after she died, said that she died of heart failure due to the kidney failure brought by the cancer. 
And uh, she was diagnosed six weeks before she died, mm. which is late stage can- cervical cancer, which is rapidly moving, but it is kind of weird that she would die that quickly. But the, and the unusual substances in her blood were too low to explain her death, even though there are elevated levels of ammonia and dimethyl sulfone in her body. Um, the, family was, the family was just incensed. They didn't believe any of it. The mm-hmm. sisters blamed the conditions for, at the, the hospital at the time of her death. Uh, the facility had been cited for violations, mm-hmm. but they, uh, you know, they, they had passed the certifications and you know, they didn't, investigators didn't find them at fault. And David Crosby was unavailable for comment. David Crosby probably yeah. could have saved her. Yeah. <laughs> I, think was, I think he might right. be an alien. Yeah. He's dead now, right? No. I thought he died. Did he? Didn't Crosby die and go back to his home planet? <laughs> I think so. I, I, it would make sense if he died. I mean, my God, is that man still alive? Dear Lord. No, he's still alive. Oh, he's still dude. alive? How he's old is that guy? Alive. He was born in 1941. Oh. So you do I the thought, math. I thought that guy died. 78. 78 years 78 old. 78 years old. My Still God. Still perform? He looks like old Hulk Hogan now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. So uh, they did a, a uh, the California's Department of Health and Human Services put two scientists on this case to try to figure out the cause of this woman's death. Yeah. Um, at this point, you're looking at like a lawsuit, you know, from the family. Uh, they interviewed 34 hospital staff who had been there and they found that uh, the people had developed a uh, Several similar symptoms, loss of consciousness, shortness of breath, muscle spasms. Um, And so they feel like after uh, looking at all these people that the the people had a mass hysteria. And that's what happened because this odor, the hospital staff most likely experienced an outbreak of mass sociogenic illness, which is mass hysteria, probably Mm -hmm. triggered by the odor. That's what the family's uh, investigator. That's what the, oh, the hospital's investigative staff oh, I see. said mm. that uh, that <clears throat> there's lack of evidence for poison, mm. and that women, I guess, are more likely to suffer symptoms of mass hysteria. And most of the people affected were nurses or female nurses. But aren't they ER nurses who probably see all sorts of crazy bullshit? They said it was the the, the first the first woman, mm. the first nurse who who felt faint yeah. from the odor. They say that kind of started, oh. you know, a chain reaction amongst the other staff there. Okay. Well, the family, the family thought this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It sounds kind of. But I mean, the fainting spells. It's right. you know, investigators said you know is mass hysteria. <laughs> I do believe I have the vapors. <laughs> well, I need I mean, to lie down on my fainting couch. Uh, mm. But uh, the nurses mm. and the doctors that were there, they actually experienced the symptoms. Mm. Were like, that's completely incorrect. Was there an X Files episode based on this? I think they did. Somebody think, asked me, and then I was like, I think there was. I think one. there was, but mm. I don't remember. I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. God, I haven't, I haven't watched that show in a long time. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, like I mean, people fell ill from these, from these, uh, you know, from mm. these symptoms. So it was kind of like, you know, I, th- I think the hospital was mm. trying to come up with a theory. That would, uh, you know, exonerate them from any kind of blame. Mm, Whereas right. the family obviously was like, why did my sister die in your ER? You know, right. why did my, my daughter die in your ER? So they're trying to figure it out. Uh, but meanwhile, people are like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Why did your blood smell like ammonia? Why did she have this like garlic odor coming from her mouth? Right. So here's the theories that people have. So one, there's this alien theory that she was abducted by aliens yeah. and that they put chemicals into her body. Hmm. The second theory here was that the sick workers had somehow been poisoned by a deadly class of chemicals, hmm. uh, which are found in insect- insecticides and pesticides. And the doctors suggested that, that Gloria Ramirez, a toxic hmm. lady, committed suicide by eating pesticides. And that's what it was. Oh. 
That she okay. committed suicide by ingesting this pesticide, and that's what was causing everyone to be sick. But the family was just like, she's not suicidal, and there are no chemicals found in her apartment. So this theory is bunk. Okay, there was an X-Files episode about this. Oh, there, there was? From what? the first season called the Erlenmeyer Flask. So oh, the Erlenmeyer Flask. Yeah, huh. there you go. Uh, theory two, and this is interesting, because this is actually proposed by New Times LA mm. in 1997, was that Gloria Ramirez was exposed to precursor chemicals that is used in the production of methamphetamine. Hmm. So they claim that Riverside County, which is like one of the largest methamphetamine distribution points in the US, yeah. they said that the theory posits that hospital workers who were involved in the production of meth were smuggling precursor chemicals in IV bags. Oh. And one was mistakenly given to Gloria Ramirez. Oh shit. And that the, mm. uh, the key element of, of this theory is that it has an ammonia smell. What meth precursor can you get from IV bags in, at uh, hospitals? Methyl, <coughs> methylamine. Really? Methyl, you get methylamine, methylamine at a hospital? Yeah. Oh, shit. Methylamine. All right. Um, theory three, and this is what they, uh, this is what they claim is, the actual, is actually what happened. Mm. It was DMSO. So, uh, oh, I know what that is. So the Riverside yeah. Coroner's Office contacted Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory yeah. to investigate. They concluded. I only know what that is because there's a dead Kennedy song about it. DMSO. Yeah. Um, they concluded that Gloria had been using dimethyl sulfoxide as a home remedy to alleviate her pain. Mm. So I guess back in like the 50s and 60s, people used DMSO as like for pain relief. A lot of athletes mm. used it. And uh, they theorized that the use of dimethyl sulfoxide combined with oxygen administered in the emergency room mm. formed dimethyl sulfate, which crystallizes at room temperature. And that's what caused people... Basically, she became like nerve gas. Oh, shit. That's what she was hmm. admitting to all these people. Okay. But scientists were like, this, this doesn't make any sense either. Yeah. Because uh, a conversion from a dimethyl sulfoxide to dimethyl hmm. sulfate had never been seen in the human body. Huh. So it doesn't make any sense. But they said that uh, that oily sheen was DMSO. Yeah. Dimethyl sulfone. She had covered her whole body with this stuff. Hmm. And maybe to treat her cancer. You know, I mean, she's in pain. But I mean, people used to people used to do this. Like back in the '60s, you know, research showed that it had healing powers. So yeah. a lot of athletes used it until they found that uh, the drug is actually ruining people's eyesight. So then the FDA was like, "Yeah, you can't use DMSO anymore." I thought DMSO just made you able to like absorb things through the skin. Well, it's like a gel that yeah, you put yeah. on it, but it's right. like a I don't know. People said it was like a cure all for different types of ailments. Hmm. You know. Um, but then the FDA mm. kind of was like banned the sale of it. Hmm. Uh, but when DMSO is exposed to oxygen, it converts to dimethyl sulfate because hmm. it adds oxygen. And dimethyl sulfate is a nasty chemical. Hmm. I mean, it can kill exposed uh, skin cells. Uh, hmm. It can uh, damage like your tissue in your eyes, your mouth, your lungs. It can Ooh. cause convulsions, hmm. delirium, paralysis. Um, so they, they were saying that that's what it was. It's this chemical that she put all over her body. Um, a 10-minute exposure, this is from the, the DOD, the Department of Defense, said 10-minute exposure to a half a gram of dimethyl sulfate hmm. dispersed in a cubic meter of, with oxygen <clears throat> and air can kill a person. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's been tested as a nerve gas, but it's never actually been used. So of the 20 symptoms described by medical staff that night, 19 of them match people who have been exposed to dimethyl sulfate. So that's kind of what people are saying. It's not mass hysteria or stress that caused all these nurses to faint. It's because they were suffering from dimethyl sulfate poisoning. Damn. However, the family said that was also bullshit. Yeah. The family's like, she never used this chemical, that the hospital 
is claiming this because the hospital is trying to cover up their tracks because the hospital mm. had issues in the past. Yeah. So the family ordered their own independent autopsy a couple months after her death. They hired their own doctor to find out what happened to her. Okay. Um, as it turned out, though, uh, they were able, the doctor was never able to find a conclusive cause of death, partly because her heart was missing. The coroner never put her heart back in her body. Um, and so they felt, and uh, there are also other key organs that were missing, too. And the Ramirez family said that what happened is the hospital was destroying the evidence mm. to, as a cover-up. Because mm. they said, this is what they feel that somebody was making meth in that hospital, smuggling it out in IV bags, and they, they knew about this, so they were trying to cover up what okay. happened. yeah. You know? I mean, the, fa the family was, you know, the, the dead woman's sister here, Maggie Ramirez, said it takes 10 weeks to say she died of natural causes. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, she thought that this was some kind of big, massive conspiracy here. Um, the other thing is that Riverside General, the history of problems, uh, one, they said that uh, the, the emergency room back in 93 was permeated with sewer gas, causing a lot of uh, staff to be sick. Mm. Um, There's also hazardous gas that, uh, that, that like, was in like, several operating rooms that leaked in there. So, I mean, this hospital had issues with OSHA. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense that maybe there were ventilation problems, which could have right. had something. <clears throat> yeah. So, the, the family contends that the hospital portrayed her as a toxic monster to conceal its own <laughs> culpability in her death. Right. Like, you know, maybe was she, she died. did she report being abducted by aliens, though? Well, that's what some people's theories were. That oh. she had been abducted by Just I mean, there are th okay, theories yeah. abounded about yeah, yeah, this lady. Sure. I mean, right. the meth production in the hospital yeah, to yeah. like her being, mm. you know, coding herself in this D DMSO and then, mm. uh, you know, aliens. Uh, this one, this is my favorite guy. Mm. This uh, former chief metal examiner from New York City mm. said in a phone interview to this reporter there's no way fumes can come out of a body and hurt people. That idea went out with the dark ages. This kind of thing gives death a bad name. Dead bodies don't make people sick. But I think what? they do. They do. They I can, mean, I've seen, I I've seen uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. Those dead bodies make a lot of people sick. Also, you, yeah, you open up a coffin, you get the gas in your face, that'll make you sick. That will make the you very sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what the fuck I mean, are you talking about? I don't know, man. It's like... Looking at this, this story, I, th I think it was probably like, you know, I, I kind of buy this dimethyl sulfate poisoning, like some kind of weird chemical reaction. Mm. I'd like to believe it was aliens. Right. I mean, that would be great. Sure. But maybe, I don't know. That, and, the, and the thing is... Aliens do kind of find that kind of shit funny. Well, doctors dispute mm. this whole DMSO theory. Yeah. You know, lots of scientists do. Mm. So people, you know, people still do not know what happened in that emergency room mm. on, 19th, on 19th of February, 1994. Glory, Gloria. Was it a cover-up? Chemical mm. reaction, mass hysteria, aliens? Or was it David Crosby yeah. burping on her before <laughs> she went that'll in? That'll do it. That'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> the vapors the from David Crosby. Yeah. That's what did yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to have to check out that X-Files episode. What, yeah. what was it called? The Erlenmeyer Flask. The Erlenmeyer Flask. Yeah. Sounds it's like not. some kind of weird sex toy that Scully had. It <laughs> something <laughs> don't you remember like middle school that was like a flask oh, thing the you Erlen Meyer. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 the Erlenmeyer it's flask not a skullish yeah. sex toy although she probably has she probably shit. does have something she probably had some shit man anyway people this episode 707 here is sick and wrong we have news stories coming up next uh we have some phone calls a little later in the show we actually had some great phone calls today so definitely stay tuned yeah for that. uh but first here's a word about our patron page do you need more sick and wrong in your life do you need one more news story to make you 
feel normal. Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here has to do with a truly frightening individual. This guy is nightmarish. That's the only mm. way I can describe this okay. guy. Las Vegas teen charged with murder after police find missing man dead in the desert in a sleeping bag. Hmm. Um, burned in a deadly house fire as a child, 19-year-old Michael Miller has one hand, no feet, oh, no. and limited mobility. It's like, no shit, he has limited mobility. Yeah, yeah. The guy has no feet. What is like, kind of yeah? How does he get around though? Like, is it, what, does he say how? It says he has prosthetics, so he must have something. Oh, he has those like weird Oscar Pistorius feet, like did those crazy Oscar like Pistorius, boomerang feet. Did that guy like have no legs after the knee? I think so. Yeah. So he just kind of what happened to that guy? Car accident or something? Didn't he get convicted for murdering his wife? Well, he did. But I mean, what happened to cause? Or was he born like that? With I don't a, know. Um, okay. I don't know. No, he did. I think he. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he like shot his wife through the yeah, door or something. Yeah. So this guy, Michael Miller, you got to show a picture of him. Okay. Not only does he have one hand, no feet, and limited mobility, he looks like the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Like, look at this guy. Yeah. Okay. Like, could you imagine being a child and seeing that? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I did see somebody like this once when I was a kid. And it, it was also bed? a kid. It was a child. It, it just ties into the alien things again. Aliens thing again. What, were you hallucinating? <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was at a Paw Sox game, the Pawtucket Red Sox. The they Pawtucket had Red the Sox. The Boston Red Sox, and then we had the Pawtucket Red Sox, right? Okay, I'm taking the picture out because I don't... It's, I can't even look at it. We're going to yeah. lose a lot of viewers. Yeah, all the, all the viewers in the YouTube are going to be like, all right, I've got to go barf now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I am physically yeah. ill looking at this guy. Dear God. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so... Uh, Somebody also said she's hotter today than she was back in the day. I hope he's talking about. Is he is talking that, about this the toxic the Avenger? slime monster that we just? Uh, okay, I don't know. I don't Whatever. even know. Anyway, I was at this uh, baseball game with my friend, and uh, we saw this kid who had like a paw socks hat on, but he looked like that. But a like child. Face was just like he looked like an alien, like not a human being, and it and he had like one you know claw thing, and it was like you could tell he was the victim of a fire, uh. but he like. We saw him and it was like, we just, like it was terrifying because we didn't know at first, you know, and then later it kind of occurred to us, but it was like, he haunted my dreams for like a it's, year after that, man. I remember a uh, quick story here. Uh, yeah. My friend Kessler went to like, in junior high, he went to like a gifted school in Saginaw, yeah, yeah. not like yeah. the regular junior high. Right. <laughs> so he went to our normal high school. We went to this yeah. gifted school. And at the school, there was a girl there, yeah. like in, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade. She was like, I'm one of the popular kids, really mm. attractive chick. Her dad lost it, burned the house down. She was trapped in there, but lived. And she was just deformed. No. I mean, like, no. like burned Oof. beyond. I mean, you could see her, but I mean, she barely had any hair, face burned, mm. went back to school. Mm. And he, you know, he knew her from school. So we're at this, uh, we were at some party that we went out there and he's like, so there's a girl that, that's going to be at this party, possibly. You cannot stare at her, okay? Mm. 
And so he, I was like, dude, I'm a fucking, you know, 17 years old. I know, yeah. you know, I, he's like, no, I know you. You're going to stare at her in shock. And I'm like, I'm totally cool. Don't worry about it. We got to this party. Holy shit. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God. He yeah. was like, deer in the headlights. Like, what is Whoa. this thing? And the funny thing about it is years later, University of Michigan when I was in college, she was a roommate of one of my friends in this co-op. So mm-hmm. I went over to my roommate's place to go smoke some weed. Get in there and I go in the room and I'm like, oh, holy shit. Mm. And I ended up like becoming friends with her. Because we oh, like okay. smoked. But it was weird. Like mm. she had no fingers. When she passed the joint, it was just like this gnarled kind of hand, like this gnarled mm. appendage, like a skexy claw. And you'd be like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, freaked me out. Passed, I never did mushrooms looking mm. at her, but but this guy, holy shit. Pass the duchy and be horrified. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did feel bad for that girl, though. Okay. But yeah, well, God, that was terrible. Hey, you know, that's not good for nobody. I mean, th- that's the thing yeah. with this guy. Mm. If this happened to me, mm. I don't think I would be living. Mm. I mean, maybe I would just like work at Universal on you know the month of October for Horror Nights, but I yeah. would definitely not be, I wouldn't be in high school. Would you go to high school if you look like that guy? No. Why would you do that? Although sometimes you can, you never know. Sometimes there's a place you can find. I, I don't know. You know. I mean, maybe. Where the people all know your name. Go kill their kids in their dreams. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when his mother yes. left him alone, yeah. this is on September 19th, he crawled because he can't walk. I mean, he has no feet. Yeah. One hand. And he retrieved his prosthetics from her room. Mm. This is his uncle saying. That's when Miller's 47-year-old landlord, uh, Raul Salazar, who had recently served the family with an eviction notice, mm. cornered and threatened him in a hallway. Mm. Um, Salazar also has limited mobility and uses a walker. Mm. So he, he's also disabled. So now you've got a disabled rivalry going on. Because I think yeah. disabled people don't like each other. I think they, I think they kind of have a right. I think they have an yeah. issue with you. I don't okay. know yeah, too I many disabled see, yeah. people, but if I was disabled and another disabled person came in the room, I'd be like, mm. "Fuck you." Yeah, I'm more disabled. Right. You know, I think I would. I would, I would too. I would because yeah. I mean, it's like what you know. I mean, I kind of do that anyway. Because well, you could do that, like when you have a cane, you can just like accidentally put on someone's foot. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh," and then they'll be like, "Oh, oh, I'm so sorry." I would. I'm so sorry you stepped on my foot with your cane. Exactly. You know. I mean, you could do that there's, because but there's only disabled. so much of that to go around. You know. So, so. this guy hmm. was cornered by his landlord, also disabled in the hallway, and he shot him several times. At which the Toxic Avenger guy shot him with his one hand because mm. he only has one hand. Right. Okay. So I imagine I, I don't know if he has all the fingers on that hand, but he only has one hand. So he shot him with that one hand. Mm. And uh, several times. Then he called his uncle and he asked his uncle to help him dispose of the body. Hmm. Um, he's been booked into uh, hmm. uh, Clark County Detention Center on one count of murder and Salazar's yeah. death. The day after the confrontation. He's been booked into the jail for Universal Monsters. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this he guy literally should... looked like something Lon Chaney would <laughs> become after sitting in a makeup chair. <laughs> My no, God, the, man. Yeah, no, this guy is horrified. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, the the day after okay. the confrontation, yeah. search and rescue crews found the landlord's body in a remote area mm. uh, in the desert near Lake Mead National Recreation Park, bound and wrapped in a sleeping bag. Why the fuck wouldn't you bury the guy? Okay, free air. Here's the thing. You can do it in the desert that's not near a fucking National Recreation Park, right? It's all and fucking also, desert. Yeah, you dig. You dig. 
and you you you, you dig you dig and you uh, throw the body in a hole and you you know, do you, do you know how many mob bosses buried people out there yeah, yeah. Oh, how yeah. many mobsters buried? i mean there there's like yeah. hundreds of bodies buried in vegas this mm. guy just wraps him in a sleeping bag and mm. dumps him in a, in a recreational park mm. idiots mm. uh so police first approached um the toxic avengers mother about salazar's death since she and her family live in the home uh, the mother told police that uh, she actually left the house early to try to avoid the landlord because he'd give them an eviction notice. Mm. Uh, the son stayed behind because what the fuck else does he do all day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like 19. He's got no feet. So he's not walking around. He's not going right. to like his job over, you know. He can walk. The Ralph. He's got those feet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he has prosthetics. Those but... feet, though. Oh, those feet. Yeah. Um, so he stayed behind. He's probably got more attractive feet than I do. <laughs> You know, I mean, let's not. Well, he has no feet, so but he has those fucking those aerodynamic oh, prosthetics, boomerang yeah. feet, right? I wonder if this guy mm. actually has those. I think he has probably like they probably chopped them off a mannequin and just put like a you know like a nail in it, screw or right. something. Okay, shoved it in there. I mean, his family doesn't seem too wealthy; they yeah. can't pay the rent. Okay, fair enough. So I doubt they have the Oscar Pretorius like what are those things like cricket legs? Or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Made out of like titanium. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. I they were like robot <laughs> Um So the mother said that uh, there was a physical altercation between her son and the landlord, but she said she didn't really have any details. So then... They got them from a Skynet robot <laughs> that had gone back in time. That's where he got his feet. Yeah. So then Joseph Miller, who is the uncle, uh, the detectives found him out, and they're just like, okay, what happened here? And he denied any involvement, mm. but then later hung his head... And confess to playing a role in disposing of the man's body, which See, here's I don't what get you it. Do. You don't do that. Ever. The first thing you do is not that. You know, that's one thing for people who've listened to this show for years and years. If there's one takeaway you want to take from the show is never admit your guilt. Yeah, never talk, never say anything to the police. Ever. Just don't. Just never, yeah. just say I wasn't there, wasn't right. involved. It doesn't even matter if you're heavy on video. Yeah. Just be like, that wasn't me. Yeah. That was David Crosby. <laughs> like yeah. astral projecting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the afternoon of the confrontation, Michael Miller called his uncle, panicked, and was asking for help. Uh, the uncle, this is what the uncle said. When he arrived, he found uh, the landlord dead on the floor. The uncle told police that he and his nephew considered staging the house to look like a home invasion, but ultimately they decided just to throw his body near the lake. It's like, hmm. yeah, who's going to invade this home? They can't pay their rents. So I can't yeah. imagine there's anything in there worth stealing. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm glad that they're just like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just throw them by the lake. I mean, there's nothing in here that I want to They want. must have broke in to steal this half a box of Walmart brand Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> Clearly. Um, yeah. the, the uncle here faces one count of harboring, concealing, or aiding a felony offender. Um, he's also being held uh, in jail. Uh, following his arrest, um, yeah, actually following uh, Michael Miller's arrest, Toxic Adventure, they released a mugshot of the teen mm. that showed his facial disfigurement, which we saw. Mm. Apparently at the age of three, he suffered burns to 95% of his body. Oof. Oof. Uh, this fire was accidentally sparked by mm. kids playing with a cigarette lighter. Um, no a four-year-old shit. girl actually died in the blaze. I'm oh, sure he wishes man. he would have died. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine like after Wait, that. So the landlord confronted him? He confronted him because he couldn't track the family down because he was evicting them because they weren't paying So he's rent. like, oh, I'm going to confront Killer Croc. 
<laughs> That'll be a good idea. Like, could like, you what imagine? He like goes in this guy's house. Oh my God. It's probably completely yeah. dark because he's yeah. like, you can't look at my face. Look, I really need this $400. So I'm going to go confront Killer Croc. Fucking you know? Phantom of the Opera over yeah. here. Come on. Um, I love how the police are like, let's just put his mugshot out there. Yeah, Even though we have him. There. Let's just like horrify We don't really have enough likes on our Facebook page. <laughs> you know, let's really get some headlines here. Going. But I, I just don't get it. I mean, maybe... Ah, maybe I'm just a bitter misanthrope, but it's like if that happened to me, mm. I'm just not going to continue living. Like, would you live like no. that? No, I can't even live now. Yeah, you and know, you, you have both your feet. Yeah, so and hands. no, I can't deal with that. God, absolutely not. Hard enough to get laid. Yeah, especially for white guys. Yeah, it's so it's hard rough. being a white it's, guy. It's rough. Let me tell you. <laughs> Imagine being a white guy just with 95 percent of your body burned horribly. Yeah. <laughs> Never gonna get laid. Uh. Um, his a second uncle here said he doubted that Michael Miller, Toxic Avenger, was capable of killing someone. He's like, he said that uh, it's his nephew's a laid back kid who stays out of other people's ways and tries to live his life his life the best he can with his predicament. His predicament, mm. you know, that kid just probably has a just a diary just filled with horrible things. Mm. He's like fucking Brightburn. Um. <laughs> He described his nephew as being very protective of his younger sisters, and uh, but he had nothing positive to say about his other brother who helped him dispose of the body. Hmm. So uh, I'm assuming there's murder here. I wonder about a kid like this. Do you think anyone would fuck with him in prison? You never know with prison. You think so? You never know. Where? Yeah, you never know. Could you imagine if that guy's your cellmate? He would inspire fear just, to, you know, I feel like. Just like looking at yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, It's that... like, oh, what are you in for? Murder and I'm a monster. You know? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a murder monster. At Hi. That, nice at that point, you. that guy should get like a hook for a hand yeah, yeah, and just be yeah. like a, you know, a, a horror movie villain. Yeah. Because he is so horrible looking. Mm -hmm. God. But yeah, so we don't know. I think he's just going to end up uh, going to prison and it's being like a like, turtle man. <laughs> it's like a turtle man. Yeah, yeah. But even like he's got that like Stallone thing with his lips. Yeah, he's got that. So, super villain time. Do you think his dick was burned off? I don't want to. No, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I know, but could you imagine? Yeah. So you got one hand, no yeah. feet. Your face is horribly disfigured, monster and your dick. dick was burned off. Okay. Well, maybe let's say it's a monster dick. All right, it's a monster yeah. dick. Yeah. What do you have here for the second story? Make me feel better about life. Right. Shocking explanation for woman's headaches. She'd been shot to death in the head by her boyfriend, but had no memory of it. I added it to death by accident. She wasn't shot to death. Oh, she was, no, she's not dead. I know. Uh, I, it was a mistake in the singing of that line. Please disregard that part. She, she's not dead. She ain't dead, man. She ain't dead. Um, Nicole Gordon got a bizarre and frightening diagnosis when she went to the doctor suffering from memory loss, headaches, and slurred speech. She had a bullet fragment lodged in her head. That is kind of that. I mean, that would be a rather remarkable thing to find out. It's like yes. I, I have a bullet in my head, huh? Her boyfriend, Geronte Kane, also well, a, a supervillain. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Geronte yeah. Kane killed my whole family. That's why I'm on this mission to murder him. He's the last shogun of Harlem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he was sentenced this week to 25 years in prison. Damn. For the shooting. That's probably not his first offense. No. Nicole Gordon's memory was fractured and slipping, slipping into the future. For about a month, uh, the 42-year-old had been experiencing headaches and was having trouble speaking. Would Steve Miller band have been too heavy to listen to? <laughs> Definitely. It would have been like... <laughs> this yeah, is too yeah, harsh. Yeah. It would have been like Dark Throne or whatever the fucking thing you listen to is. That's what Steve Miller band would have been to me. Well, what would yeah. happen if you actually listened to Dark Throne? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd die. Heart attack, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> Headaches, having trouble speaking. When a friend drove her to the hospital, doctors made a shocking discovery. A brain scan revealed a chunk of metal was lodged in the back of her skull. It was a bullet fragment. Ooh, she'd been shot. Perhaps shot even head. more perplexing, she had no recollection of a gun being pointed at her. Hmm. Which, so would, she... which would make sense since it was at the back of her skull. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. So, I mean, but mm. was it like execution style or something? Or I like, don't, how, I don't how, know. how did it get back there? I don't know. Maybe it was family style. A family style. <laughs> Animal style. <laughs> uh, police soon learned that her boyfriend, Geronte Kane, blasted her in the head roughly 30 days earlier. Ooh. And the wound was undetected by her. He's just not a good shot, this guy. I guess not. No. Or just bad luck. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and a bunch of other shit. <sighs> Sentenced to 25 years. Um, this case serves as a horrifying example of the kinds of incidents we investigate and prosecute on a daily basis, Paul Howard Jr., the district attorney, said. Uh, domestic violence is an epidemic, blah, blah, blah. It's a heinous crime. I, I don't get this. What? The guy shot her in the head. She had no idea. She didn't go to the hospital. She just... Well, we're going to get to that. Okay. There was right, some right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, there was some things. Uh, women all too often suffer at the hands of their abusers. Victims do not deserve to endure the pain and the suffering that results from these violent incidents that in some cases lead to senseless and tragic deaths. Mm -hmm. So, a uh, strange incident occurred in the spring of 2017. Cast your mind back to that time. A couple years ago. You know? Yep. Friday was no, that wasn't Friday. No, Friday. That was earlier. <laughs> I don't know. Frozen. I have, yeah, so, Frozen that was the 2013. movie. Oh, was that that long ago? Yeah, yeah. I didn't Time know that. is a slipping into the future. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, after police interviewed Gordon, they learned she had no memory of being shot. However, she did recall an argument she had with Kane. What, which, is he a hypnotist? In which <laughs> he shot her. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. No, he but, but I mean, when he yeah, shoot no. her, and then it's like, I yeah. did not shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> I got, how does this work? Uh, yeah, so roughly a month earlier, it resulted in the driver's side window being shattered. There was an accident. She told detectives she was knocked out and sustained a serious, serious wound to the left side of her face above her eye. So he shot her in the car. Yeah, apparently. He is a terrible shot. Yeah, he's not great. <laughs> Jesus, does he have both hands? Um, Gordon remembers waking up at... Mr. Kane's mother's house being treated for glass in her face wow. was the uh, official diagnosis that the mother gave. Glass in... So wait, the mom's in on this too. She's just like... We don't know. Okay. We don't know yet. 
Um, Is this any relation to Herman Cain? So that was an incident report that happened. Uh, When she awoke, she noticed her shirt was full of blood. Gordon stayed at the woman's home for a day or two before leaving Cain. Before leaving, Cain and his mother told police she refused to go to the hospital. They also told detectives that Gordon was a hysterical alcoholic. Ooh. Just a laugh riot. So, so the mom here is in a. She's supporting she's her hysterical. son. Hysterical. Yeah. Her son, who obviously has anger management issues. She's, she's like Arthur. Like, she's okay. she's, she's <laughs> just hysterical like Arthur, alcoholic. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they're like, okay, she's a hysterical alcoholic with memory yeah. issues, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so what they say that she was drinking and driving? Uh, she had drunkenly crashed her car into oh, a wow. gate, okay. another vehicle, and a tree. <laughs> Causing her driver's side window to smash. But investigators later found the Kane statements to be inconsistent. Ooh. Police were unable to locate a firearm or bullet casings where the shooting allegedly happened. But prosecutors pointed to the fact that Gordon's 25 caliber pistol, which had gone missing around the time of the suspected shooting, may have been the firearm used in the shooting. Wait a second. Her pistol? His... Yeah, her pistol. He didn't even use his own gun to shoot his, his girlfriend. He used her gun. Oh my God, yeah. this guy's terrible. Yeah. So Gordon told detectives that Kane knew where she kept the pistol. Fulton County authorities also alleged that Kane, during a phone conversation with a family member, exclaimed, It was her gun, though! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was her gun! How could I shoot her gun? Which it, makes no sense. It's biometrically linked to her DNA on her finger there. How did, could I do it? Did they say what they were arguing about? Um, uh, no. That's irrelevant. Yeah. So the bullet was never removed. Well, I mean, what weren't they arguing about? It's going <laughs> to yeah. shoot her in the head. The bu- <laughs> I guess if it gets yeah. to the point where you're shooting yeah. each other, it's, yeah. yeah. The bullet was never removed. To remove the projectile could cause the victim's death. Oh, wait, so now she's going to live her life bullet with this brain. bullet with back in her head. speech. Yeah. Oh, man. They couldn't God. remove the bullet. <laughs> they couldn't do it. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, during Kane's trial, defense attorney, attorney Ed Adams questioned whether Gordon had even been shot, particularly since the fragment in her skull was unable to be physically examined. That's, that's okay. For that's, defense. Wow, that's yeah. a crafty How defense attorney. How do we know attorney. it's a bullet? It could be a pencil eraser. Yeah, it could Who be knows? a cell phone or a screw of some kind. If you can't, if there's hmm. no bullet, yeah. you can't convict. Yeah, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just wonder, like, what? So what? I mean, wow. I guess that's that is a pretty good defense. Yeah. God. They just did an X-ray, and it looked like a bullet, but there was no certain proof it was a bullet. And that's a good point because bullet that usually the part of you that goes into you when you get shot doesn't look necessarily look like a no, bullet. No, it's a fragment. It's, all it's a like a yeah burned up deal. So did he shoot at her, miss her, and then the the, the window must have exploded and the they piece... were arguing in the car and he's just like fuck this, ba bam, wow. like pulled the like the gun, just like Pulp Fiction, kinda, but yeah. other way around. Hmm. And know? the mom was yeah. Harvey Keitel's character. Yeah. The wolf. He went over, he's like, my mom's going to fix this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what does this look like? Dead daughter-in-law storage? My garage over here, huh? You is that this what it is like? almost a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> Medea comes out, I'll fix this. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> wow, that's terrible. So the woman stuck for the rest of her life. Once upon a time, Geronte Kane had um, goldfish in his shoes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this is going to be coming out. Medea mm. <laughs> covers up her son's crime. Um, well, there you go. God. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, 25 mm. years. Uh, people send your story. Stick around podcast at uh, gmail.com. Uh, we have some phone calls coming up next. We have some great phone calls. In fact, we have a phone call from the fearful mess. Oh, shit. Yeah, I haven't played uh, his calls oh, in a while. Shit. But oh, shit. Uh, yeah, he called in this mm. week with... Ooh, this one's, a, this one's a doozy. All right. <laughs> this one's a keeper. Let's do it. Um, so we're going to be playing that in a minute. But uh, first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, I am now a new man. So we've got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, remember to keep it under three minutes, so uh, we'll, we'll definitely play it on the show. Yeah. If you can keep it within our parameters. Mm. Uh, this purview. first call... Yeah, our purview. Mm. Uh, this first call is one of my... Uh, he's become one of my favorite callers. Mm. I mean, I, I, have a, I have a few favorite callers, especially over the years. I've been a lot of good callers. But this guy definitely is one of my favorite callers. I look mm. forward to his calls. Over the years, like, remember Bob Newhart? Bob back Newhart. in 1986. <laughs> what a caller he was. Oh, he was great. Mm. He was great. Mm. Uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's uh, Gord Vidal. He was great. Uh-huh. And so many, uh, so many famous guys over yeah. the years. Um, but FM here, Fearful Mass mm. called in uh, with a story about social situations. No oh, good. Yeah. He's getting out of the house more. Oh, good. Yeah, he's getting well. He's getting out of the house. He's, he's expanding the 48, his... lo- 48 laws of power. <laughs> yeah. He's, okay. Well, I think he's like got mm. one of those like uh, those uh, dating books like okay. from those guys, the pickup artists. I like the guy Mystery. Yeah, or Mystery. I think yeah, he's like okay. taking lessons, <laughs> wants to uh, get some more social situations here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, uh, it's uh, FM again. Uh, one thing that I am deciding to do, because another reason I decided to put this call, is I'm going to uh, a therapist now for regular treatment and proper mental health. Uh, she had told me to try and get out in more social uh, social situations uh, by myself. Uh, one thing I had actually decided to try and test was the concept of going to uh, a bingo hall. I had never really, like... (laughs) (laughs) A bingo hall. (laughs) What? When I I first listened to this, I'm like, a bingo hall. Where would you find a bingo hall? I I, I mean, I guess if you live in, like, a small town or something. Oh, they might actually... But, but like, where? At, like, a convalescent home? Like... (laughs) <laughs> like a, a a nursing home? Like I don't I know. I met a lovely woman named <laughs> Ethel. <laughs> this is going to be a Harold and yeah. Maude situation here. 
<laughs> He's going to be an old lady who's going to commit suicide at 80. Uh, but yeah, he went to a bingo hall. Mm. Bingo, where I'm uh, gambling in general. My family likes to play cards on the weekends, and everyone plays scratch-offs, and they never win, and I can bet you some payments have most likely uh, had been missed. But I had went by myself, and... Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's not a big gambler. Yeah. You know, I don't think he goes to Vegas and uh, plays the like craps. Pittsburgh or something, you know? I, I don't, don't know. know where mm. FM is from. Do you think FM has any, like, friends? Other than us, of course. Mm. <laughs> I, I think he's trying to make some. He might have, like, one. You, know? you think so? He's yeah. got, like, one friend or something. He must have made a... He's going to school. He must have made, at least, even by accident, if you're going to classes, you can make, like, a an acquaintance friend you know you might have an imaginary caveman friend oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what was his what was yeah. his name like roland because because remember he was saying that his, his it was roscoe roscoe right? <laughs> but, remember he was saying like his family they all smoke oh yeah they all smoke and they play scratch off cards smoke and play scratch off cards yeah, yeah that's, that's great driven there paid for it and i had accidentally uh uh, done the one thing you're not really supposed to. It was going fine until about uh, ha uh, halfway through it. And what is the one thing you're not supposed to do at a bingo game? Put your dick on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Put your balls in the middle of the. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yell Matlock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matlock's on. And, and then, then they, they all run like away and you grab their running. cards. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. It sounds like he lives in like the town from Deer Hunter or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I didn't hear the old lady at the front say that it was a coverall, and I figured it was the fastest to bingo and in a group full of uh, old people I had managed. I think we're getting some weird inside baseball shit about yeah, there's the some world jargon of bingo. That I'm not, not familiar. I mean, I've played bingo before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not in a long mm -hmm. time, but mm -hmm. is he saying that there are different games of bingo? Like she said, cover up or cover something? Up cover or all? Something? Yeah, I don't know. Cover and that's up. a different type of bingo? Yeah. And he yelled bingo thinking he had it? Oh, maybe is that what something happened? like that. Yeah. Right. Or maybe this is like the thing where like, you watch interviews with Jeremy Renner, and every time he talks about his band, you you do, do a shot. Yeah, yeah, you do a shot, and then you're like, oh, okay, B twenty three. Oh, maybe yeah. that, every time Jeremy Jeremy it, Renner talks about it, his could band. also be. This is why I kind of don't like gambling. It's mm. usually when I do it, I'm wasted, mm. and I don't, I don't know all the intricacies of blackjack there's and all that shit. Yeah, there's a lot and of so shit when you, you go to the table, like in Vegas, some yeah. real gamblers get pissed. They do. So I wonder if like he doesn't know, mm. you know, the ins and outs of bingo, and these old people that surround him are just like they're professionals. He's gonna get beaten to death. He's with gonna a walker. get clubbed to death with a walker. <laughs> yeah. To go and yell out bingo, being overexcited, uh, and I mean. A good thing, though, a, a positive, is that I did it. I went there. I He yells bingo, and then it's like the old lady from the front needs to come down and check his card, but it takes like 45 minutes <laughs> for her to get to the table. <laughs> and I'll be right there. And she comes over, and she's like, this is some fucking bullshit, <laughs> you loser. <laughs> took my reservations off, and I, uh, I didn't actually... Uh, cry at the place i went and waited until <laughs> what? 
What? <laughs> he didn't cry. Yeah. After. <laughs> what did he get? Did he get yelled at? Or what? I what think, happened? I think he like called mm. bingo mm. erroneously. Mm. The old lady probably walked over forty five minutes <laughs> over. It was just like, no, it's you didn't. It's not bingo. And then he realized his mistake. Mm, okay, okay. And then yeah. Well, it's still positive steps forward. You know. Yeah. I got home. I didn't do it in the car. I didn't do it out. I just I had to leave about three fourths of the way because I just couldn't be there anymore. I was red faced, and I went there and ended up crying in my house. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing with you, FM. We are. Course. We really are. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I love how he was just like ready, just erupting yeah, into yeah. tears. <laughs> Didn't you do know, it in look, the car? I mean, we were talking about this earlier. I said in the movie Friday, you don't want to be crying in the car. You, you never want to be crying in the car. Never be crying in the car. You don't. Yeah. No. no. Even no. if Debo takes your chain, yeah, you yeah. don't want to be crying <laughs> in, be the crying in the car. But I still did. I did what she had asked, and I had a good, I guess, semi-funny story. And the person even said it was apparently it was good to express emotion. My. Whoa. So the therapist says it's good to cry. It's good. Yeah, it's good to express emotion. You <laughs> said it like data from fucking Star Trek. <laughs> this is but, like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if fearful mess is Mark Zuckerberg. He might be. I wouldn't be surprised. He really might yeah. be. Yeah. Dad didn't actually uh, like it when I cried that much. Who didn't like it? His dad. Oh, <laughs> of course. No, that that uh, my dad didn't like it either. He just yelled at me more. You know, <laughs> so I eventually I learned not to do it. I'll give you a reason to cry, yeah. Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he used to say. Did he say that? That's exactly what Did he, he used to say. Belt off like JJ. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. get whipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like Michael Landon from Little House <laughs> in the Prairie. <laughs> he cried. Or didn't like it if I cried at all. I'm, I'm the man. I'm supposed to not cry or show much emotion. The the psych says it's fine, so obviously it's good. I uh, That's really all I wanted. I just figured I'd do a tiny thing and give an excuse. Uh, an excuse to talk. Did, did he say the psych? The psych. He, okay, yeah, all right. That's, wow. I think it's psychiatrist. All right, all right. Yeah, it's psych. <laughs> It's either it's the psych or it's he he just spends time watching that show on USA called Psych. Psych. Yeah, and takes all his advice from that show. Uh, on this hotline, uh, more. Uh, so thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk again, and hopefully I can give more examples of me trying to be more of an adult and a functioning so. uh, uh, member so. of a society. I hope to Christ, yes. <laughs> I want to say great. thank you, yeah, FM, yeah. for the uh, four minutes of entertainment. Well, you might become the status of correspondent if you keep doing shit like this, man. You know what My I God, recommend? This is great. Yeah. I recommend next roller rink. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is the next step. Roller rink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of what other community things that you could do. Mm. I mean, join a kickball group. I don't know. What, what do people do? Yeah, like, roll the rink is a community thing. Community theater. Improv. Improv. Oh, oh my improv. God. You yeah. should do yeah. improv. Yeah. Yeah, join an improv group. FM. Somebody on our, on our YouTube thing <laughs> <laughs> said that he should join FetLife because he would make someone an excellent sub. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah, wow, that's, that is a good idea. I don't know if <clears throat> FM's ready Please for FetLife. Please don't beat me, mistress. I'm your little pig boy. Don't I, step on my testicles, you know. Although I would mm. love to put like a hidden camera on FM and like mm. set him up with like a Tinder date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine yeah. the conversation yeah. at the Olive Garden? <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. I went to a bingo hall. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't cry there. I cried at home. Yeah. <laughs> I went to square dancing for seniors. <laughs> yeah, did you oh meet any ladies? I wish this guy lived here, man. Oh, I'd love to I, hang out I, I love FM. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, Wait, good this, luck, FM. Like two seconds more. Hold on. Oh, okay. Hmm. Keep it sick and keep it wrong. And one more time, thank you. One more time, thank you. One more time, thank you. Two more times, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to, you know, yeah. I, I, I look forward to hearing about some of your more adventures in society. I think it's good. Yeah. I agree with your psych. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, Expression that, of emotion yeah. is good. I, I think it's yeah. good for you to get out of the yeah. house a little bit more and mm. do some activities. Mm. I'm thinking ultimate Frisbee, maybe. Mm -hmm. Roller rink yeah. is a good one. Text um, mess. Yeah, Tex Mex, yeah. Cooking, Tex -Mex class. cooking class. That's yep. good. How about mm. ballroom dancing? That's a little advanced. <laughs> that's a little. That's, that's a, a little lot. advanced. Yeah, that's a lot. But yeah, that's a lot, man. Yeah, maybe a Halloween activity. There might be something like that, like jack o' lantern carving. Okay, maybe not. That's a, know. You know, you don't want some kind of uh, killer croc. <laughs> burn victim yeah, I guess that could be bad. That could be shit. bad. Yeah. I don't know if FM's allowed to hold knives. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I, I would love to hear about some some yeah. more your adventures in society. God, that was great. Okay, I told you it was great. Mm -hmm. Heard that. I, I heard that phone call about a week ago when he called in. I was mm -hmm. like, well, this is definitely going to be played on the yeah. show this week. <laughs> All right, next call we have here is also mm -hmm. a good one. Uh, this is about mm -hmm. a uh, one of the worst Valentine's Day stories this person has. Okay. Hey, sick and wrong. I was listening to Schlitzie's Patreon call about his terrible acid mushrooms trip, and it reminds You got to be more specific, sweetheart. You remember that one where uh, it was actually a pretty good story. Um, oh, the one where in. his friend was going to jump out of the phone or whatever? No, he flipped out and he was driving his car. Yeah, yeah. Remember? And he put on, like, what was it, the doors or something? Mm, yeah, something. This is the end. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He should have put on some uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That's right. Yeah. Then he could have gone to space. Yep. Reminded me of the worst Valentine's Day I have ever had all of them are awful and it was with my boyfriend that i'm with currently he um well we were gonna do acid two years ago because we hadn't done acid before and we wanted to and what do you do when you do acid on valentine's day do you just sit there and eat those little chalk hearts <laughs> <laughs> that should be mine on so them puke yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. yeah I wonder what you do or just kind of stare and try to read it see right, if it yeah, makes sense yeah. i believe i called earlier about this i do the craigslist gigs where i can make some quick cash oh yes oh i remember um, that and the guy who pays me by the hour to tickle him and <laughs> yeah i remember that guy who tickled me i was seeing him that night to pay for the acid and while i was going to be at tickle guy's house the acid tickle guy, guy. 
<laughs> like, is that a thing that you just get tickled? Tickle guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> there are some dudes, I remember mm. at uh, the strip club, uh, there were two girls that kind of did something similar. Yeah. But they had a guy that was really into balloons, a lunar. Mm. You ever seen those guys on the internet? They like to step them stepped on, the balloons. Uh, they like the girls to, mm. like, mm. put balloons in between mm. their legs, and he just pops them, and mm. this, the, the sound and the mm. shock gets him off. All those things are like, they're they're not worse than diaper play, but they're like somewhere on the along same, the same level. lines. Yeah. These are along the yeah. same lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got diaper play. Was going to stop by my boyfriend's house and drop it off, and the plan was that we were going to do it when I got back, and. So I'm. This is such an elaborate plan. <laughs> I know. It's I go just like... to tickle guy to get the money to get the acid, and I send the money to the guy who brings the acid to my boyfriend. Or it's, it's like, what the fuck? Did you ever see that '90s movie Go? Th- that's exactly that's what, what I was the, thinking about. That's what this is. I was exactly thinking about Go. <laughs> he gets and off then of work the guy at from Party of Five yeah. is really a cop or whatever, you know. And then the one guy yeah. has a threesome yeah. in the hotel. <laughs> over at Tickle Guy's house, which is Valentine's <laughs> Day, but, guy. you know, my boyfriend gets it. He likes money, too. Um, and sure, I would get it, too. You yeah, know? I, hey, why not? Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta do what you can. Mm-hmm. We're open, so it, it doesn't matter. And my phone is going off, and it just keeps going off, and I'm a little tied up, like literally tied up. Because, you know, if he were to tickle me and I weren't tied down, I would kick him in the face. And mm. then, you know, vice versa. So wait, the guy, mm. he's obviously into a little bit of S&M type of stuff. He ties her up or mm. shackles her or whatever mm. and then just tickles her. Yep. That's the thing? Yeah. All right. I guess, mm. uh, I guess I could see that. It's, not, it's pretty innocuous. Yeah. More or less. It's not like shitting on her or something. Right. <laughs> glass table going on. Yeah, yeah. How mm. much would it cost for a glass table? That's, That's what I wanted to question. Yeah. yeah. And he would give me some extra money because he would like it when I would tickle him and extort money out of him. It was a whole thing. Yeah. So finally I get to my phone, like when we're done, and I have like dozens of messages from my boyfriend and he's freaking out. So I call and his neighbor Terrell answers, who sells us weed, and <laughs> Terrell was telling me he was tripping, it was bad i needed to get home so i get home and apparently he had taken drops of liquid lsd from the acid guy because he was convinced it would be more mild and it was not he didn't know who the fuck when he put it right in his eyeball like <laughs> right. come on drops he thinks that That's yeah retarded he thinks yeah. the liquid acid is more mild than yeah. like a hit mm-hmm. of acid it's like you have no idea how much is concentrated in that drop yeah god wow that's fucking dumb who i was he didn't know who he was he didn't know who terrell was who he (laughs) he experienced complete ego death yeah yeah he did yeah Yeah. so he sees all the time and always sunny was blasting which was like pretty much the only consolation because it was the only thing my boyfriend could handle at the time like he was, he was freaking out. It was the worst. So I just like I took my ass that I had a good trip, but I was like every five minutes reminding him who he was and oh, it was. The Why worst. would you take acid in that situation? Yeah, that seems waited. like not a good. Yeah. No, now you got to deal yeah. with this maniac. Yeah. Huh. 
anyway, that reminded me how shitty it was to deal with people tripping that hard. So <laughs> thanks, Lizzie, for making me relive that and uh, reminding me never to do acid for my boyfriend again. So thanks. Keep it. You know, she sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. too bad no, she has she, a boyfriend. Yeah, she does sound like fun. Mm. You know, my brother has this great story of like, in like 1990, he went to a Grateful Dead show mm. and he was dealing acid and he had like, I don't know, a strip, mm. I mean, 10 hits a strip. And uh, he said he took two and he was tripping and then he totally got like all paranoid mm. and uh, I don't know, thought security was following him or something. So he just like figured he'd just drop the rest. Mm. And he like, he said he tripped for three days and he said all he could see were columns. <clears throat> like it was all black. Mm. He saw column. I was one column. What was the rest? How many... It was a strip, so he took two, and he did eight other ones. I, he had only done acid a couple times, mm. and he was just thinking, like, he didn't think it was going to be that bad. Wow. And he said, yeah, he said he tripped for three days, and he would just see these columns of, like, each mm. member of his family and the dog, and he would, like, kind of talk to the columns, mm. <laughs> and just in this black nothingness, Yeah, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I've never had it. I've never had anything like that. I mean, I've, I think I've had I've had a couple bad trips, but yeah. never anything like multiple days like that. Yeah, I've never. T <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I knew somebody that like during a traffic stop took a whole sheet and basically became like a baby for a week. You know. God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, does that yeah. does that have any like permanent damage? Um, doing that type of stuff, like, is it? I mean, I know if you do a it, lot of acid over knows. time. Nobody knows. That's the thing about LSD. Nobody fucking knows. But same it's with those Molly, still though. New, like you know? uh, ecstasy. You know, people like yeah. I remember in the mm. '90s knowing people mm. that were really in the club scene mm. that just did ecstasy all the time, mm. every day. Yeah, they would do e. That shit makes you stupid. Mm -hmm. it just makes you slow. It burns your fucking brain yeah. cells. That's yeah, you're kind sure. of just your brain oh, cells yeah. are frayed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a crazy story. Mm. I would not have tripped in that circumstance. I would have mm. just been like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go sleep at my friend's house tonight. Right, and have yeah. fun." Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to make sure he doesn't murder himself or anyone else. Yeah, or I, Terrell, I guess. Yeah, I guess you'd have to. Oh my God, I'd see how good of a friend Terrell is. Mm. Mm. Some good weed. Um, but yeah, that girl sounds fun. She does. She does. Sound fun. She does. Um, next call we have here uh, is from the Wad. Mm. Weird Arab dude calls in with a story, which I thought I played this one already, but I guess I didn't. I played part two on the Patreon. Oh, okay. But this is part <clears throat> one about Travis the horse. Oh, yeah. I love this horse. Yeah. Miniature horse. Yeah. Miniature horse. Hello, D. Hello, Harrison. It's the Wad again. Uh, I called earlier and told you a story about Travis the horse. Oh, and it got me thinking, ways. you know, there's a whole bunch of stories about Travis the horse. Uh, I hated Travis. <laughs> uh, Travis was very aggressive, uh, as I mentioned in uh, the previous call, because unlike the other horses, he was not neutered. I think this guy could write, like, a really dumb version of, like, the kite runner, you know, <laughs> like a memoir. He probably about, could though. Yeah, being the son yeah. of a Muslim, you know, that was like shot yeah. to death yeah. and like yeah, yeah or yeah, Palestinian and like yeah, yeah and living in America. Right. Yeah, you probably yeah. could actually. Uh -huh. uh, he he couldn't be kept around any of the other farm animals. He couldn't be kept around uh, any of the neutered male horses because uh, you know, like like my favorite horse, his name was Buck. He, he Buck was cool. But he would always chase that. Can you imagine your life if you had a favorite horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I imagine my life right now being scared of horses because right, yeah. I am. Right. I don't even like being around mm -hmm. those things. After Buck trying to bite him, just being a 
being a total dick, like, hey, I'm the only cock in the hen house here. And uh, he couldn't be around any of the goats or sheep because he'd grab them by the neck and swing. Why would you keep this horse around? <laughs> like, can't you just give the horse to someone else? Sounds horrible, yeah. Yeah, or put mm. it down. or I mean, maybe not put it down, but you could p- give it to somebody that can handle it. You would drag this, goats and sheep around by their necks? Yeah, this horse sounds like a menace. Yeah. God. Not good. Bring him around and fucking kill him. He, <laughs> he was a son of a sheep. bitch. <laughs> yeah, why would you keep this yeah. thing? The Nazi horse. horse. So... I believe my dad had a, uh, a, a special kinship with him. That's, that's why he probably never got rid of him. Uh, probably- oh. The sheep are the inferior animals. <laughs> <laughs> I like how his, yeah, this is like, you know, Hitler had that German shepherd. Yeah. His Palestinian uh, dad had this like evil horse. But it's a miniature horse, all right? Is it Travis or is it this other one, Buck? That's doing no, the killing. No, Buck is his favorite horse. It's oh, Travis okay. that's the, the okay, asshole. But yeah. I thought he said mm. in the first call that Travis is like a miniature horse. He's not like he a full... He is a miniature yeah, horse. Yeah, he's that's not. Right. But he's not yeah. a pony. No. He's a miniature horse. Let's not get into that again. All right, yeah, we already yeah. got that into that thing. whole confusion. That was a thing. We don't know yeah. what things are. All right? Yeah. We've established that. <laughs> Many things yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're both a couple of aggressive, horny bastards. And uh, I think my dad's primary reason for keeping Travis around was to make new horses. But uh, my dad didn't always have the most viable female horses for him. Uh, for whatever reason, we always had midget horses. We always had these little female midget horses. And uh, uh, poor little Ashley. Uh, uh, my dad served her up to Travis many times. Uh, he would actually put her on a platform so that Travis could reach him. Could, could, could reach, you know, get the proper angle. And uh, my father told me one time. Maybe he wasn't a miniature horse. Yeah, maybe horse. Travis was a normal-sized okay, horse, right. but he fucked the yeah. midget horses. Yeah. Why Why do they have midget horses? I don't know. Like, why I, do why they would you get dogs? Them? I don't know. You but know. who rides the midget horses? Like small mid- people? Midgets? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, um, like, little I don't know. I mean, children, birthday parties. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. I just don't see the point of having right. one. It's kind of weird. Um that uh he uh he left her uh uh rope to the wall on the platform and you know kind of left travis to his own devices uh he said he came back a few minutes later and he heard little ashley just screaming Hmm. and he and when he when he walked in there he sees that uh travis had actually put it in the wrong hole oh Oh. but apparently travis was enjoying this wrong hole a little too much because my dad Jesus Christ. What a bastard horse, yeah. this horse. Not only does he yeah. kill the sheep and mm. goats, mm. he like anally rapes the midget horses. Right. Jesus. I'd have to beat the shit out of him to get him off of her. Mm. And he said Travis had shit all over his dick when he finally uh, got him to pull out. <laughs> and uh, this happened quite a few times. Oh, Jesus. Mm. I'm sure we had another... Uh, I don't know if this is something you tell you. Even if that happened, <laughs> something you tell your 11 year old son or whatever, you know? I, I, yeah. But I mean, did, yeah, he had the shit all over his dick, you know? But it it's sounds crazy. Like, but it sounds like the dad mm. is just like, you know, high five and Travis, like, yeah, yeah. go get yeah. some. Mm. There was one other midget horse. I can't remember what her name was, but uh, uh, poor little Ashley. They prefer to be called little people horses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come on. Actually, she definitely got the most of it. Uh, we also once had a donkey. We had to get rid of him because, like Travis, he was pretty aggressive. Uh, killed a couple sheep. <laughs> I don't get it. Are the, the sheep just kind of hanging ever. out and these yeah. animals are like, fucking, yeah. I'm going to go fucking yeah. snap their necks. Yeah. 
I didn't know horses were that were like that. And uh, well, I guess that's the end of my story. I hope that one was funny too. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you there, the wad. Yeah. God, you know what? Uh, when I was in South Africa, um, we had a Rottweiler that when we moved there, because like all white people had to have these big, fearsome guard dogs. Us about the racist had, dogs. Yeah, yeah, they're all racist. But this yeah. Rottweiler was super horny because he was never neutered. And so, you know, I don't know. We were like six, and we were fucking, me and my sister were deathly afraid of this animal. Mm. Because you never knew when Lancelot would just like, if the red mm. rocket was out, we would mm. just try to run to the house as fast mm. as we could because that dog would tackle you mm. and just fuck the shit out of your leg. Jesus. Yeah, and like, yeah. come on your back. Oh, no. I mean, it was terrible. <clears throat> it was a terrible animal. But that, that's why I'm wondering if... Uh, <laughs> it was no seriously we'd be playing yeah yeah and all of a sudden you'd see lancelot come around mm. and his red rocket was out yeah. and we'd be like run yeah. and then we just i'd grab her and we'd just run to try to get to the house yeah. and sometimes you know sometimes you get taken down and mm. dog come all over your back jesus <laughs> it, was, it was a horrible animal okay. but that's why i wonder if uh the wad ever had any altercations with travis like mm. that he had to deal with himself um i think in that first story travis like was like fucking a, another horse through a hole in the fence and the wad, and the wad tried to like break him up and yeah. he like got bit or something. Yeah, he got bit or spit on or something. God, something man. Like that. that horse is like rapey. Yeah. It's rapey deviant horse. Like Ronald man. Reagan. Yeah. Anyway, always good to hear from the wad. Mm. Uh, people call Sickner Hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, we thank everybody for supporting the show on Patreon. That's right. Actually, we really do. And uh, I know... Uh, we had a couple guys sign up this week, actually. A couple people signed up. And uh, we do appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. And you're not just donating money to us. We're actually giving back. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of material so on there. So much nonsense. So much nonsense. This week, yeah. we were talking about, uh, on the outtakes, mm. um, my upcoming trip to Japan. Right. Going to Japan, uh, which I haven't told my girlfriend about. So we're yeah. <laughs> discussing that. I've got a little more detail about Harrison's yeah. trip to the desert. Uh, this past weekend, and also uh, we were talking about Miley Cyrus's new cannabis cafe. Uh, Miley Cyrus uh, opened, and Chris Rock, mm. inexplicably enough, sure. opened like an Amsterdam style mm. cannabis. It's not, it's not really Amsterdam style. I would say it's like LA version of that. Okay, like totally over the top, yeah. and like super expensive, like a chip, chips and guac. I heard it's, it's like twenty dollars. Oh, but you can sit there and smoke a joint like they have a mm -hmm. bud tender comes out and give you a menu anyway we go to detail talking about that so go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong um, you know just sign up and you get all this uh, bonus content it's like having an extra show every week um, finally here <clears throat> excuse me finally here sick and wrong song of the week is by great band great prog heavy prog I would say Lucifer's friend oh yeah and it kind of goes with the whole theme the toxic lady theme the song's called toxic shadows oh yeah from their first LP. It's a good Harrison pick here. It's a good, they're, they're a great band though. And that cover of that album is so weird. It is very weird. It's like Uncle Fester on yeah. it. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that. Anyway, uh, check out the song. It's a great song. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 708. Till then, take a sleazy.
Yo, Shadow Speculum calling again. I just wanted to let you guys know I am sitting here pulling the dingleberries out of my butt crack, flicking them across the room, and then smelling my fingers. Thought you'd like to know. Adios.